I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. How can I stop obsessively thinking about my ex? What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Drew Stratton, and today we are going to be answering this question, how can I stop obsessively thinking about my ex once they have left me? That question has come up time and time again, and I'm going to give you one secret that is going to help transform the quality of life you live and help you to regain focus back on the thing that you needed to be focused in on, whether that's work, whether that's your kids, whether that's your future, whether that's your finances, wherever you believe that you're focus should be. I'm going to help you get it back to that place. But before we talk about that, my dear friends, I have a very special free training for you currently still active in the show notes below. And if you're new to the Happy Heart Academy podcast, uh, this training is all about the three steps that you must take in order to move on after heartbreak. That's right. I know so many of us find it's so challenging to move on after heartbreak. Like, how do we begin to move on? Especially when we don't want to. Especially when we feel like we want to hold on. Especially when we feel like the only way to move on is if we get them back. The only way that we can actually let go of this pain is if we win them back. This is a very unsafe place to be because that means that you, the only way that you're going to ever find your happiness once again is if you win them back. And if that's the case, your happiness is in dire need for saving because I believe that you're the one that's responsible for your happiness, not your ex. And so if you're struggling to move on and to find a sense of happiness after heartbreak, be be sure to check out the free training in the link in the show notes below. Now on to today's episode. My dear friends, this one's going to be rather short, but yet one of the most powerful lessons that I've learned within the last 24 months of my life. Time and time again, I get asked the question, how can I begin to stop obsessively thinking about my ex? Well, I think this is a great question. I go back to the time when I was uh, broken up with. I don't even know if I was broken up with. I was just basically cheated on. And that kind of was the signal that, hey, um, you know, we probably should move on from this. But that caused massive heart pain It caused me to obsessively think about what she was doing. It caused me to do things that we all do, search for them on social media. You know, we we have built these bad habits. We go visit the locations that they either live or where they're they're at, right? Or we try to find ourselves being as close to them in proximity as we possibly can be. You know what I'm talking about. If you try to stalk your ex before, you probably try to look them up on social media. You probably try to see their friends' social media or their snap to see if they are in that snap or 
in that story on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about. I know we've all been there. I've been there myself. And so I'm talking from experience today. But within the last 24 months, I've learned something very insightful, very powerful, very empowering. And I hope that you find it helpful as well to help you to stop thinking about your ex. Because I there was nothing more that I hated worse than sitting alone at my house, feeling empty inside because I lost the person that I thought I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. I remember feeling hopeless. I remember feeling lost. I remember feeling weak, tired, fatigued, unhappy. Like there was always a constant shadow. Like there was always a constant cloud over my head. That was back in 2017. Now, in 2023, I am happily married to the beautiful love of my life. And I'm so grateful that I was able to overcome that heartbreak so that I could become the man that I needed to be in order to attract the quality of person that I've attracted in my life now, whom I now call my loving and beautiful wife. You have an opportunity to do the same exact thing, my dear friends. You have the same opportunity that I have and so many others that have come before me have. It's the power of decision. It's the power of choice. It's the power to refocus your attention on something greater than the heartbreak in and of itself. It's time to rewrite your story. It's time to stop thinking about your ex and it's finally time to move on. And this is how you begin to stop thinking about your ex obsessively after a heartbreak. When it comes to controlling your thoughts, because you ultimately, that's what we need to do. You need to understand how you create a thought within your own mind. You know, one of the ways in which you create a thought within your own mind is it all starts with a question. A question directs your focus, which then plants it on a thought or on an image in and of itself. And that thought and or image has an emotion attached to it, which makes you feel some type of way. So you've got to understand the way that we render emotions is all in the questions that we ask ourselves. In other words, I, what I've learned is that the quality of emotional experience that we're living day in and day out is in direct correlation to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves. And if you guys can hear the rain in the background or maybe my windshield wipers or maybe my car, I do want to apologize. Um, but I did want to get this podcast episode out there. And like everything else, my friends, I'm not perfect. Uh, so I do apologize for um, this is not a professional studio. I'm going to try to do my best to make sure that it sounds just as good as it needs to um, in order for this to come across as clearly as possible. But on top of that, what you need to understand when you want to come when it comes to controlling your thoughts is you need to control the quality of questions that you ask yourself. In other words, if you ask yourself poor quality questions, you're going to get poor quality answers. And in that poor quality answer, you're going to get a poor quality image, which that image is a thought. And that thought will lead to a poor quality emotion. So vice versa is also true, though. What I learned is that you can start to ask yourself empowering questions that make you think of a different thought that's more empowering, that has a more empowering emotion to it that can help you to feel more empowered through this time. You see, if you start to ask yourself, for example, the why me question, like, why me, God? Why did this happen to me? Why did they leave me? Why did they cheat on me? Why did I have to be so stupid and cause this relationship to buckle and fail and, and for her, for her to, for him to have left me. If you're asking yourself that question, it's a disempowering question. That's going to make you feel miserable. Is it not? Have you, haven't you asked yourself that question before? Like, why me God? I know that I've been there. I know I've asked that why me question multiple times throughout my life. 
And so asking yourself disempowering questions, what you really need to do is, is refocus how you refocus yourself to think more positively about your future is to ask yourself empowering questions such as, you know, if you're going through a heartbreak right now, if you're going through a tough time, a separation, it's like, what is one major lesson I can learn from this? That is an empowering question that can help you to feel a little bit better about what your future may look like. Because here's the thing. If you don't know what you can do to learn from this, you're never going to grow. And that means you're going to continue to attract someone that is going to be not good for you. You need to grow into the individual that you must be in order to attract a better quality person. This time of your heartbreak, this time of the separation, what I've learned in my own personal life is every heartbreak comes with more growth than anything else in this world. You're going to grow a lot in your heartbreak period. And that's what God's calling you to do is to grow, is to improve upon yourself, is to find things that you dislike about yourself. For example, if you are relying on someone else to make you happy, this heartbreak is requiring you to become a part of your own happiness. It's asking you to do the deep internal work needed and required that's taught within my courses on how to create happiness within yourself. So if you're struggling to create happiness within, within yourself, there is going to be a course that you can definitely check out that's going to help you to reclaim your happiness, let go, move on, and secure a hope-filled future, one that excites you, that brings you love, passion, that you deserve and desire. But listen, the most beautiful part of all of this is that you're in complete, in complete control of how you feel. And what I mean by that is you have the ability to change the way that you feel by changing the quality of questions you ask yourself. You've just got to change the questions that you're asking to yourself. Because if you ask yourself, what are they currently doing? It's going to cause you to think about them. And what this, it, this question normally does for most people is when you start thinking about your ex, it's because you're asking yourself a question which then makes you think about your ex and makes you act upon this, which makes you check their social media, which makes you check their Snapchat, their Instagram, their Facebook. It makes you maybe drive your car to see, you know, if they're at work or if they're at home or whatever the heck you're doing, you know, or it makes you want to make the call or makes you want to text them or makes you feel more disempowered because you know that what, what you once had is no longer available and life becomes more difficult. So I challenge you with just this simple request this week. If you're struggling to stop obsessing about your ex, if you're struggling to control your thoughts, the way that you control your thoughts is by controlling your questions. I need you to take out a piece of paper and a pen and start to ask yourself more empowering questions. Write down 10 empowering questions that can positively affect your life in some way so that can help you to transform the thoughts that you're thinking. Questions determine your feelings. And if we can get a grip on the questions that you are asking yourself, we can get a grip on your future. We can get a grip on this stopping this obsessive thoughts of your ex. There is hope, but the hope comes in the questions that you ask yourselves. Be sure to start asking yourself more empowering questions so that you get more empowering answers. And those answers or those thoughts can help you to feel more empowered as an individual. Your questions are everything. They determine how you think and how you feel and what you focus on. So if you're struggling to fix your focus, if you're struggling to get over your ex, if you're struggling to feel more empowered, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? What is something positive that I can take away from this? 
How can I become better? How can I grow? How can I see this in a loving light? How can I become so loved by myself that I don't need someone else to love me in order for me to feel complete? There's so many different questions that you need to learn how to ask yourself. And you can continue to do that. But I'm going to give you a couple different questions that I need you to start to focus on. These questions are my empowering questions. These questions are questions that are meant to empower me. They're meant to help me. They're meant to guide my mind so that it's not focused on the negative and it's focused more on the positive. So I'm going to give you seven questions that you can begin to ponder each and every day. And then I need you to start asking yourself so that you can start to have more clear thoughts on the positive rather than the negative in your life. These are the seven morning power questions that will cause you to feel more happiness, more excitement, more pride, more gratitude, more joy, more commitment, and more love every single day. These questions are the questions that I have asked myself this morning and most of my mornings. I can't say every morning because I'm not that perfect, but I can say most of my mornings come with answering these seven questions. So if you want to learn how I have learned to redirect my thoughts so I'm not so obsessively thinking about something that disempowers me, that makes me feel less than weak, unloved, unworthy, unable to move on, or that constantly makes me feel stuck. Well, these are the seven questions that I focus in on. And so I hope that you take the time that you need in order to write these down so that you can feel just the same empowerment that I chose to feel every single day after my heartbreak. The first question is this, what am I happy about in my life right now? Oftentimes, this question helps me to see what is actually causing me to feel happy. And it, and it might take you some time to dig into that question and find the answer, but it's your responsibility to fi figure out what makes you happy. And if you can't figure that out, then once again, spend more time with that question, but do not move on from that question until you have found the answer in which you are looking for. Once again, that question is, what am I happy about right now in my life? Question number two is, what am I excited about in my life right now? Like, what's bringing you excitement? You know, and what about that thing is making you feel exciting or excited, I should say, my bad. Ultimately, you've got to start thinking about what brings you excitement or what can bring you excitement. What can bring you back to life? Sometimes the reason why you feel so unhappy is because you have nothing to look forward to. You have no, nothing to look forward to, including a better quality health, a better quality of finances, a better quality of love, a better quality of, you know, relationships. You haven't created a picture of hope-filled dreams and wonder. Like, remember to bring hope back into your life by dreaming again. That's question number two. Question number three is, what am I proud about in my life right now? What's something that you're proud of? Like, what can you say good job about? Maybe your ex cheated on you, but you stuck up for yourself and you're like, you know what? My standard is this. I can't go back to a cheater because once a cheater, always a cheater. Or maybe you're proud that you made your bed this morning. Or maybe you're proud that, you know, you took care of your pets. Or maybe you're proud that you, you could still love your children. Or maybe you're proud that you made it to work. Or maybe you're proud that you didn't cry today. What, what are you, what's something that you're actually proud about? Think about it. Marinate in it. Meditate on it. Maybe you're proud that you read the Bible. Maybe you're proud that you read a book. Maybe you're proud that you listened to music other than sad music. Number four. What am I grateful about in my life today? Gratitude is the secret to unlock happiness within your heart. If you're not grateful, you're going to be miserable. <laughs> it really does come down to that. The moment that I changed my expectation to appreciation, gratitude took place in my heart. And once I 
held more gratitude in my heart, my heart became happier. Welcome to the Happy Heart Academy. Number five is, what am I enjoying most in my life right now? Like, what's something that I'm enjoying right now? To be honest with you, I have such a busy night, and that's why I'm recording this podcast episode in my car as I'm driving home right now. But I'm so grateful that I get to spend this time with you. I'm enjoying that I get to record this podcast and that I get to speak into your life, that I get to hopefully help you through this, that I can hopefully help you guide yourself through this, to give you another resource, another tool, another thing that can help you just feel more empowered in your life. Remember, the empowering lesson here is to ask yourself empowering questions so that you hold empowering thoughts so that you have empowering feelings. Number six is, what am I committed to in my life right now? What's something that I'm committed to? It could be something as simple as, I'm committed to moving on within the next three months. I'm committed to improving myself through personal development. I'm committed to improving my health. I'm, I'm committed to making sure that my living area or my car is clean. I'm committed to, you know, better hygiene. I'm committed to whatever you are committed to. Maybe it's drinking more water. Maybe it's going on more hikes or whatever it is. Maybe it's just showing up more joyful and happy. Maybe it's committed toward creating a hope-filled future. But what are you committed to right now? And last but not least, I need you to start asking yourself this every single day. Because when we lose someone we love, we feel like we lose love itself, which I don't believe so because love is a universal energy. For example, how can you be so heartbroken while I feel so loved? Well, it's because you've decided to tap out of the love. You decided to choose not to feel love anymore. Love is a universal energy and you can tap into it at any time. It's your thoughts that whether or not you choose to feel it or do not feel it, to connect to it or not to connect to it. Let me, let me make sure you understand this too. You can always feel love. You don't need someone in your life in order to feel love. Love is abundant. Love is not scarce. Love is always around you. If you learn to tune into it, you're going to be in a really good place. So my last question that I need you to start asking yourself on a daily basis is, who do I love and who loves me? My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast. And I hope that this message has inspired you. I hope it has helped you, guided you, and made you feel more empowered. And if it did, all I ask is you share it out with one of your friends who might need this. Because it is in servicing others that we can learn to heal our own hearts. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing I would ask any of you to do. It would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today 
in listening to the podcast. 